All right, all right. Welcome again to Gimme 10. Yo, yo. JT and Jim here. Yo, yo. And we're going to talk today about something that is very near and dear to my heart, and I think dear, near and dear to your heart, uh, both of us as being children of the 80s. We are talking about the indoor shopping mall. Yes. And more specifically, are indoor shopping malls in trouble? And more specifically to us, because we both are residents of Hoover, what's going on with the River Chase Galleria? The big announcement that came, Sears... Finally, after yep. closings all over the country, Sears is leaving the Galleria, yep. which that is a big monster. Um, 60,000, 80,000 square foot yeah, space. Yeah, it, is, it is a big space that is going to be empty. So what potentially could go there? What is going on with the Galleria? What's the situation with indoor malls? That's what we're going to talk about today. So the thing that I hear most commonly about in, about what's killing malls in general is what? Oh, uh, online, Amazon. Right, online retailers. Mm -hmm. What do you think about that? What do you think? Is uh, that is there truth to that? Well, a little bit, but <clears throat> excuse me, as somebody who loves Amazon and still shops in, in closed and outdoor malls, I think they can coexist. But yes, I think Amazon is hurting. But there's still a certain segment of the population, and Best Buy's a, a good... Um, a good way to look at this is that people do like to try before they buy or hold things physically in their hands. Um, Best Buy for a while, everybody was, you know, ringing their death bell and they've bounced back because they're a place that will price match Amazon and you can go in and look at the TV or you can buy phones there. And so I don't think people, I don't think many people realize just how many places do do price matching and not just with Amazon. Like mm -hmm. if, um, if you're going to buy something and it's a big purchase, you know, ask where you're planning on buying it from locally if yeah. they'll price match online. And it's not just Amazon. Some of the bigger retailers, um, like there's an electronics camp company, I think it's B&H Camera and Photo, they sell everything, not yeah. just photo equipment. I mean, they sell all kinds of electronics. So if you can get someone that'll accept something like that, I mean, and, that's, that, and that's really good for even though Best Buy isn't technically local, it still keeps your tax dollars mm -hmm. in your city. But I worry, I, 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 we're talking about this because I, you, it was going to be a future show topic way far out in the future, but with Sears closing, I wanted to get your thoughts on, you know, the gallery itself and is its, its model, its business model sustainable if you're starting to lose these the big box retailers? they can I feel like they can handle, you know, Banana Republic leaving or Just for Feed or whatever, really dating myself there. But to lose one of the anchor stores that pays, you know, a goober's amount of, you know, a lease payment monthly. Well, that's and, not true, actually. Oh, really? No, that's not true. Okay, so they don't pay, they just pay, what do they pay? What's, tell me. Okay, so different retail establishments have different, like the Galleria's agreement with Sears and Von Mar and things like that is a little bit different than, say, you know, a bumper nets agreement is. So all of the major anchor stores at the Galleria do not lease from the Galleria. They actually own their space. Oh. So in terms of Sears hurting the Galleria in terms of revenue, that is somewhat of a non-issue. Now, depending oh. on their agreement with being there as a tenant, they may have some sort of a percentage agreement with them all that will affect it. But in terms of like the Galleria losing a huge lease payment, Sears, Von Mar, Macy's, Belk, whatever is still there, those anchors own their property. Okay. Which, if I were to ask you now, knowing that, I mean, probably before if I'd asked you that this would have been a better question to ask you beforehand, but who do you think the biggest tenant at the gallery is? Oh, if you hadn't told me that just then, probably uh, Belk. Right, one of the bigger anchors, right? <clears throat> well, it's actually bumper nets because 
all of the anchors own their spaces and bumper nets has three retail storefronts. They have the arcade, the kids' arcade, and their actual retail yeah. section. So the bumper nets is the largest retailer or the largest, the, the largest, yeah, le, le, leasee at the Galleria. Interesting. So here's the situation with the okay. Let me go somewhere before you go to that. Yeah, go ahead. Let's. Hearing that now, that is a lot better. But still, if you've been in the Galleria, that whole end where Sears is is already pretty destitute. And so to lose that, all those shops, including Bumper Nets, right? Mm-hmm. Bumper Nets would be the only thing down there, basically. You know, it's it already there's feels a, like there's some involved. clothing stores and shoe stores in Sephora. There's some big stuff down there, but um, you know, there's uh, what is it? H and M. Yeah, H&M's close enough, but to not have all those stores that people might have been on their way to Sears for and they would stop in while walking past, that's going to hurt their business. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of like, you know, uh, a rash that starts and then spreads throughout the body. You know, when something dies down there, it's going to slowly affect everything moving up away from it because nobody wants to be, you know, the clothing store that's right next to the dead anchor store, it feels like. Right. So you go ahead. Sorry. No, okay. So... I- I think that to consider what is happening with malls in general and lump the Galleria into that is the natural thought to have. But realistically, the Galleria is a different animal than Brookwood Mall, for example. Sure. So the Galleria, the reason it's different is because it is not only a, it is a mall, but the Galleria is a mixed use facility. And what I mean by that is it's not strictly retail, it's retail it's office space, and it's a hotel. So not only is it a mixed-use facility, it's one of the largest mixed-use facilities in the Southeast. It was built in the early 80s, 83 or 84, I believe, and it has outlasted the average lifespan of an indoor shopping mall by almost double length of time because of that. And what does that mean for the gallery engine? It's also like still, I think, either... 37th largest mall in the country. I mean, it's still a big, a very, very big mall. So what that means being a mixed use facility, you have a built in, you have some built in revenue. Then what that means is the people in the office, when they come into work, they're going to get breakfast in the food court. If they have to get something for their wives for their birthday or an anniversary, they're going to go do it on their lunch break. People that are coming to stay at the Winfrey are going to eat breakfast in the restaurant that's at the Winfrey. They're going to come down in the mall and maybe get a cup of coffee. They're going to get lunch. They're going to do some shopping while they're there. So there is built-in revenue. And unlike Brookwood Mall, the Galleria has other things that are bringing people to the mall other than just shopping. They've got the carousel, which is a really, really nice carousel that um, broke my heart when they took the fountain out. That's the fountain. Um, you know, that fountain was the reason that the atrium, the food court atrium and the Galleria has so much vertical space was to accommodate that fountain oh, yeah. that used to shoot up and the, the center would rise up. So they built that atrium larger to accommodate that fountain. So now you have all this extra space to heat and cool. But, but essentially what happened was they took something that was costing them money through maintenance and a water bill and put something in that would, instead of costing them money would make them money. Very the, smart. The, the carousel used to just come out once a year at Christmas, and, yeah. and then they would put it up. So they just decided to leave it there. But anyhow, you've got that. So what do got, they do? What do they do to save? Sorry to interrupt you. What good. do they do with Sears, in your opinion? Well, I do think there are still things that are coming to the mall. There are still things that are like Dave and Buster's. It's the first Dave and Buster's in the area. I think you're starting to see like other retailers are still coming in. Still things are starting to happen. They've done a really good job of attracting people and adjusting the space like 
the old movie theater becoming the um, yeah, uh, cosmetology Aveda. school, the Aveda. So I am reasonably certain that they will find some sort of a use to bring people in. And the other great thing about it is in terms of being in Hoover and River Chase, the city just approved their comprehensive 10-year plan. Yeah, looks neat. Yeah. Which, which is going to bring a lot of wonderful things to the city and attract a lot of people. Even if they have to take it and subdivide the space or subdivide the floors mm-hmm. and make it where they have different retailers in that space or really think outside of the box and... Um, what some people online are talking about is like, why don't they turn it into Ikea well, or a performing arts center? Or, I mean, a hundred, there's a hundred different things that you could do with it. You know what would bring in the most flies? What kind of Honeywood? A casino. <laughs> well, I it's just don't, perfect. I just don't think that's going to happen. Hoover making a casino. <laughs> <laughs> Frank Bacato, if you're listening. Yeah, I know you are. You're, you're one of our most loyal Hashtag listeners. approve the Hoover casino. That's right. Now, I, you know, I, th- I don't think that it'll be a problem. I think the Galleria will always be there. And if you remember... That Sears section, that last newer, that right? last wing was added on after the gallery was built. Yeah. So I mean, worst case scenario, if you really wanted to, uh, you know, do something different, whatever. I mean, you could cap that section off if it really got bad. Move all those retailers down. I don't think that's gonna go. That's gonna happen though. Sephora has a significant presence there. H and M is very close. I don't think it will be very hard for them to attract yeah. somebody else to get them Some in. Some others have made you know lower floors into basically garden homes for older folks and that's a big complaint we have around here is that there's not enough housing for the elderly or you know empty nesters so mm-hmm. they should look outside the box. Yeah I mean I definitely think that we're reaching the point in in the situation with with malls and indoor spaces I definitely don't I think they're going to have to skew smaller and they're going to have to think outside of the box and do different things with it to make it a long-term proposition but the gallery has always lasted I think it will continue to last. I don't worry about that, but I am also interested to see, you know, like you said, how they deal with that, what becomes of it. Yeah, so for sure. Bye bye. Well, thanks for listening, guys. Appreciate it. Have a good one.